Welcome back to the Becoming the One podcast. I'm your host, Christina Abood. I'm a licensed clinical therapist and dating and relationship coach obsessed with helping you to unleash your inner magic, up-level your dating life and relationship, and create that epic, juicy love that you've been waiting for. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for pressing play. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Becoming the One. I'm so happy you're here today. We are going to jump right into today's episode and it's all about being a priority, not an option in your man's life. And I feel like this topic resonates with a lot of people because I think it just kind of, you know, maybe triggers some parts of us that have been hurt in the past and you know, it's something that we all wanted to feel is like a priority in someone's life. And I can say from my experience that it hasn't always been that way for me, where I felt like I was not a priority in someone's life and I didn't feel like good in that relationship. And it just left me feeling really frustrated and hurt and just, yeah, like not good, right? Like, am I just an option? Like, what's going on here? And I'm sure you can relate to that, finding yourself frustrated, pouring your heart into a relationship and like only to feel like you are not a priority, like how you've been making them. If you've been feeling that way, then you're in for a treat today because in this episode, we're going to break down all of the secrets about how you can become number one priority and not another choice on his list. So There is a struggle here where we've all been there. You've been caught in this, like wanting to make him see your worth, wanting him to know that you are a special someone that he just cannot live without. But it feels like it's a puzzle. How do I how do I get that? Maybe you like really like this person. You start asking yourself, should you invest more? And like maybe he'll reciprocate and maybe you should just pull back and cross your fingers that he'll step up like it's really confusing. I want to just put an end to that confusion and help you to feel like your priority in his life and not just an option. And so we have to start this by, you know, understanding that there are different stages in a relationship. So there are two stages I look at when it comes to this. There's the early stages of like talking and discovering each other, the the quirks, values, their dreams, whatever, right? All that kind of stuff. And so it's really fun. It's like that honeymoon stage where you're like just first seeing someone and you know, at this point, I would not say that you need to be chasing a priority status. You are not going to be in the priority lane just yet. And that is okay. And it's a good thing because there are steps that happen in a relationship and like how it unfolds and not necessarily that it's like one, two, three, four, five, right? It's not like a list, but it's just, it's naturally how things unfold. Like it's, it's going to be more in steps like that. And so, and it's and maybe like phases, phases is probably a better word, right? So during this phase, you know, we were just talking and it's essential to understand that being an option is okay because you're just exploring each other, right? And we're not like committing to somebody who has explicitly committed to us. And that's really important that you're not going to make somebody a priority unless there's been an explicit conversation about this being exclusive, like that you guys have talked about this because if he's not making you a priority at this stage, and you haven't talked about it, then you also need to be exploring your other options. I think that's totally normal. Like it's a good thing. And you don't want to fall into like the, I don't even know if you want to make different words for it, but like one-nightist, I guess. (laughs) It's not really a word. One-nightist trap, right? 
where you just like focus. You're putting your eggs all in one basket and it's like just the beginning of things and you don't even know if this person is the right person for you yet. It hasn't even been enough time. And like you don't want all of your energy that one night is or whatever you want to call it. It's like where all of your emotional energy is orbiting around this single person. I mean, that makes sense why you would feel, you know, not great. Like if you were doing that and he's not making you a priority. So we need to shift that to understanding that it's okay to not be a priority yet. That That's a good thing because you also are going to not be doing that. And you're going to be exploring your options, you know, having conversations with him, like learning. Because this first part of a relationship is really about, you know, you learning each other. To learn that you're really actually compatible, it is deeper than feelings. It is. And a lot of people get caught up in the feelings, but there's a lot of other things that we want to know about this person. Like, you know, maybe for you, financial stability is really important. Whatever that means to you, you need to find out maybe that information. Or maybe you are living in a certain place and you never want to move and you need to make sure that that's actually going to work. Not compromising your values and what you want for them at all. It's like, hey, I just want to like understand this so that you have both, you know, the feelings, but also the logistical parts of a relationship that are going to make it work. So knowing that that's what that stage really is and that at this point, it's really not about being a priority, it's just about getting to know each other. And allowing yourself to just embrace your time, your independence, right? Engaging with other partners, like potential partners, if you know that's what you want to do. And it's okay if you don't want to explore their options, but like you really have to understand them that you cannot put all of your emotional energy into one person, knowing that this is just an exploratory phase at the beginning. And I do think there's something about like broadening your your perspectives, potentials. Yeah, I like those words. Okay. Your your potentials and you're encouraging, you know, both of you, but especially him to like invest more and like pique his interest in in the whole thing. So I would say that's really the first stage. And so at this point, like we're not really going to be a priority. We're just getting to know each other. And that's okay. So that's the talking phase. And then let's just fast forward. So you get through that. You're in this relationship now. You've had the conversation. You're exclusive. You've navigated these early stages. And now you're in this exclusive relationship and you are still feeling like you're not a priority. You are wrestling with this feeling of not, you know, being important. You could even say you might feel. And, you know, to be realistic, okay, everyone has commitments. Everyone has other priorities in their life. It's important to also understand what your partner's priorities are. That is going to be key because, you know, I think for a lot of women, I know at least from my experience personally and like working with a lot of women is that like women will make this man a priority and expect the same of him, but not really understand his order of priorities and even their own priorities. They just like will automatically make this person a priority in their life. So. It's important to understand his. That is going to be essential to all of this. We usually work that a lot of men typically say that ranks really high and they're really immersing themselves in their career and their professional journey. And it's that's great. It's a sign that he wants to be a provider to you and, and that he has this ambition and like wants to do these things. And he probably has this desire, you know, if work is really important to create stability for his own life, potentially for his family. Success is really important. So if you know what those priorities are, you should really just ask, right? Like, you don't want to guess. Like, you just ask him, like, what are your priorities? Not something you could even ask in the early stages um, of dating, but just understanding that and also observing it, but like talking with him about it, making sure that in this scenario, let's say that like work is the thing, having a time where you guys have like a date night, a time where you can feel like that priority being really present with each other, having a conversation around, let's make sure we put our phones on 
silent or off or like whatever it is so that you can feel that. And, and, and knowing too, like what you want to feel rather than the physical things. So I mean, if he's saying work is a priority, like we're not going to ask him to not do work, right? Like that's not really, he's not going to feel good about that. Be like, oh, you spent too much time at work and, you know, criticizing him. Well, what you can do is like, hey, I want to have some like quality time together. And for you, maybe you're feeling like I want to feel like a priority and I want some more just quality time. So then you would do that. You would carve out this quality time and let him know that I want to have quality time with you and making sure that he's able to focus on work when he's able to focus on it and his commitment to that. And you're also getting what you need. And that's a huge piece of this is you getting what you need, but it doesn't always look like the physical things changing. I, I want to say like not changing a whole lot. I think sometimes, you know, if someone's like being a workaholic, there might need to be a conversation around just like, hey, like I'd love to set like some boundaries around like work, right? That's like a different conversation. But I think sometimes things can change a little bit if it's like, too, you know, too much. But again, that's where the self-awareness, the reflection, maybe talking to someone um, like a professional about these kinds of things um, could help. But just knowing that you can have that time where you can feel like a priority and like, what does that really look like for you? That's a huge thing here. And then another thing, um, like if you're not feeling like a priority, is that maybe his friends and hobbies are the things that are actually taking center stage. I can definitely understand as a therapist because I've seen it, you know, I've seen a lot of things, heard a lot of things, experienced also in my own personal life that like this can spark a lot of emotions. You know, I guess work can feel a little easier sometimes for us to be understanding about. But when it comes to the friends and the hobbies and all of that, we can we can definitely feel a lot more emotional around those things. And if he's spending more time with his friends than you, it's not something to get like incredibly worried about, especially, especially in the beginning of a relationship, because there is an adjusting period to this new dynamic. Like we're all getting used to that when we get into a relationship, things are going to adjust. And it doesn't mean that this should be going on forever, that you should be feeling this way. Like it's not like some free pass and, you know, but it's definitely a transition, transitionary period. And so just being understanding of that and allowing room for both of you to recalibrate to what is going on. There's certain nights that you're going to see each other and just like actually having conversations about that. That's super important. I really want to note that here is that you're having conversations together. They're collaborative conversations about how to how to navigate the transitionary period and just like life um, together. Because a lot of times we have these like unsaid expectations about things. And then we get upset because the other person doesn't meet them. And that's not really fair, obviously. So you want to have conversations about this. And then as this transitionary period happens, as he shifts into being your partner, as you're shifting into being his, it, it, it'll take you know time for those priorities to realign, but they should align at some point. But if it's turning into like months and months and the trend of this is not moving towards a greater investment in the relationship, it's definitely time for you to have some conversation around that. I do really encourage that. I'm a big um, believer in healthy communication with our partners. And that's a big one is obviously learning how to do that. But saying it, it's important. We have to communicate. I mean, I've said this in many episodes, like every couple that has ever walked into my door says communication is the thing that's going on. And it might be about you know, money. It might be about time. It could be about anything, but it's all about communication. So learning that, 
very early on and avoiding the trap where you get stuck in feeling scared to say things because, you know, it's like, oh, I just want to like avoid this conversation. Like, I don't want to have, I don't want to start a fight, right? It's like, I get that. But how many times can you do that before it starts to build up? Because if you didn't have this conversation about being a priority or just not even saying I want to be a priority, but just saying like, hey, like I'm noticing that there's not um, the investment hasn't grown in our relationship, you know, things like that, then that's going to build up within you as those kind of things build up. And then that leads to a breakdown of a relationship that leads to a breakdown of communication that doesn't feel good. Okay, so that's never the way to go to stuff things down. You have to have communication and you have to be courageous enough and brave enough to have these hard conversations, have a hard to heart to heart and voice your expectations and what you would like and allow the space for the other person to say, hey, this is also what I'm feeling and thinking. That's why I encourage it from an early part of the relationship to have these conversations. And from there, you can really start to thrive more in that relationship and that partnership and have more of a shared vision because again, when we're not communicating, we don't have that shared vision. We can't read each other's minds. And I definitely think that's something that women struggle with a little more is like thinking that someone can read their mind. And I, I've actually said before, which I'm sure you have to like, God, I wish they could just read my mind. <laughs> That'd be great. But they can't. So we have to say it. We have to say it. And I know that it can be hard, but like learning how to do that, super important. So let's say those are the things that are going on. You've dealt with them. But now I want to address the real elephant in the room, which is you just feeling that you are not a priority. And here's where more of the strategy is going to come in. I've given you some building blocks and let's say those aren't working, but you're just you're having this feeling and you're like, what's going on here? Okay. Rather than just come out in like some angry way and be like, I'm not a priority. I can totally see this happening when I was younger, me doing something like this. I probably did where I was like yelling and saying like, I'm not a priority in some like heated arguments. There's a little bit more of a strategic approach I want to offer here. Okay. I want you to just think about, again, his priorities, really go step into his shoes, see the world from his perspective. Okay. And I want you to just think about the priorities. You know, we talked about like, what are his priorities? And I want you to practice this empathy towards him. Okay. And I really want you to think about what are your expectations and what is going to bring you true happiness in this partnership and what you really need. And I want you to challenge yourself, you know, to to question, like, are you being unrealistic with these things? Okay. And if you're questioning, I would talk to, you know, someone about that, whether it be like a trusted friend who's been in a relationship maybe for a long time or a therapist or coach or just somebody to get definitely a neutral perspective would be really helpful with this. But just to to get clarity on that and be realistic about what you actually need. If you're asking for this man, if you're not feeling like a priority, but you're also wanting him to spend every single day with you, and he also has the priority of his friends, his hobbies, his jobs, like just self-care time alone, that is going to be, that's a tough sell. And that's also not fair to be like, you have to give up everything for me. And that's why, again, these conversations are so important to have. But first getting just clear about your expectations and what's going to bring you happiness and feel like a priority. Because a big thing here is that, a big thing here is that forcing his hand and like making him do certain things is just not going to work. 
we never want to force anything in a relationship. Like we can offer like our expectations and what we want and how we feel to someone else, but we cannot force them to do anything. That's not a healthy relationship. We don't want to force anyone. We want them to be who they are. And if after we share that, and maybe we've shared it many times and they're not changing, that's just something to consider, right? Is that going to bring you true happiness if they're not able to give you what you need? Again, assuming that you've already done the work to make sure it's like reasonable and and all of those kind of things and like, but it feels good to you. We want his genuine desire to make you a priority, right? Again, we do not want to force anyone's hand. We don't want to make them do anything. And, you know, you have to let them want it, them desire it, them crave it, their willingness to step up that commitment and do certain things. That is seriously just like the golden ticket to a healthy, flourishing relationship and like being someone's priority. Because again, forcing is not going to work. They have to want to do it. They have to be the ones to step up. So just communicating that, okay? After you've, after you've really gotten clear about what you need and also showing compassion to his experience. And my real bottom line with this whole thing, okay, is there's, there's strategies here that I've given you. Go through this process. And it's really about the fact that you do deserve to be cherished and valued The key beyond all the strategy and things that I've already walked through is knowing that you deserve to be cherished and valued. You are not an option. You deserve to be someone's number one priority. And that doesn't mean that, again, like he has to give up everything in his life for you to be a number one priority, but that you are a priority in his life. And he and you have talked about and that you've communicated what that looks like if it's not working and that he's doing it. But you do deserve that. And it's time for yourself too to check in with your standards. Is this person someone that your best self would choose? Someone who really knew that they deserved to be cherished and loved and valued and be someone's priority? Would that version of you choose this person? And getting so clear about your non-negotiables, the actions that you really like to receive and communicating those and just really getting in tune with what your heart needs to feel that and defining those needs, getting just getting clear on them. That will guide you in knowing if this love, this relationship, this partnership, if it is in alignment with you and if it's going to work. Because if you've done all of these things, I really want you to consider that. Like, are you clear on your non-negotiables and are you giving up parts of yourself for this person and they're not doing what you need, and it's just leaving you in a place of frustration. So those are just things to consider because, again, I'm going to reiterate this in like every episode I ever can, that you do deserve to be loved and valued and really seen as someone who's important and, you know, amazing in this person's life, and you you deserve that. So I could go on and on forever, but I'll be quiet. I'm not going to get on my soapbox in this episode, but just you are, okay? So it's getting clear on that. And before I wrap up this episode, I really want to say this. I want you to remember this. I want you to know this in your heart, that your journey to becoming his priority is also intertwined with your journey to becoming your own priority. So what that means is that you also need to be your own priority. You cannot just expect another person to make you a priority in their life without any thought about how you are making yourself a priority. So asking yourself, are you giving yourself time with yourself? 
quality time? Are you, you know, being honest with yourself and your heart and your desires? Because every relationship we have is a reflection of what's going on within us. When you embrace your self-worth and you build your confidence and you make yourself a priority, that will be reflected back to you. Because at that point, you would know that if this person wasn't making you a priority, then it's not the person for you, right? Like you would be standing in your truth in that. And so just knowing that this journey is also about you becoming your own priority. And I want you to hold that power in your heart. Like that is the most important thing. If you got anything from this episode, like that is it, that you have to also put yourself first. You have to be your priority. So thank you so much for tuning in today to another episode of Becoming the One. If you found this valuable, if you got something from it, please make sure to share. Tag me on Instagram if you're listening and leave a review if you love what you heard today. And again, thank you so much for being here. I love you guys and I will talk to you in the next one.